I'm Chloe Burris, and this is Thundercast. Thanks so much for coming back and joining me for part two of the two-part series titled The Evolution of Eastern Green. Again, this project is something that I started in hopes of creating a bit of a podcast time capsule for our school, as well as creating an opportunity to reflect on how the times have changed. This episode features Carrie Helms from the 90s, Nathan Martindale from the 2000s, and Kelsey Fleener from the 2010s. We started off by talking about how technology affects the school experience. That's that's really concerning. You know, I am glad that we didn't have that in the 90s. Yeah. I mean, I think any generation <laughs> would have that same type of temptation. I'm not though. sure I would trust myself. That's, and that's what I'm saying, any type of temptation. You know, I look at, I got a six and a four-year-old at home. You know, my, my concern is already on that as a <laughs> six and a four-year-old. Like, what are we going to get into there as, as parents? And so a whole new um, set of responsibilities yes. that have to, you know, we just didn't, like you said, you didn't have that, that um, temptation there. Yeah, it's just for me and my brother, the difference. I mean, I had Snapchat, Twitter, mm-hmm. all of that stuff, but just the slight age difference, mm-hmm. that's all he's ever known. I had a little bit of time when I didn't have mm-hmm. to be engulfed by social media and so the temptation is real and how easily a rumor can be started and then that rumor is fact because i seen it Mm -hmm. you know i read it i saw it on whatever i don't even know the lingo (laughs) he said she said and then they whip out a screenshot and you're like yeah see there's concrete proof here's a screenshot (laughs) well i carry and i'm sure in your age i mean you just talk behind people's backs right Right, that's exactly (laughs) how'd you know (laughs) (laughs) me personally yes i did (laughs) honestly that game of telephone you know went much slower and and they might be on to something else before it even got back around Yeah. yeah so like everything was at a slower pace as far as you know just the the downside of teenage world yeah and who's going out with who and all that stuff was not instantly known it, you know think about that taking a week for people to even realize that you were dating someone yeah. or that kind of thing yeah for sure yeah. and just the whole you know like side of just the like flexing on people with social media that just like, <laughs> was not a thing you know and i just mm-hmm. I, don't, I and your ability yeah. to build a persona yeah. you know we did that. That's human nature, but we did it over time, like with what clothes you were wearing or who you were hanging out with or maybe what you did over the weekend. And then, you know, that's it's not all in real time. Yeah. You know, with social media, it's all in real time and you're creating yep. a persona. You know, it's, it I think for yes. us, Nathan, it was more like, well, he played basketball or right. she's a cheerleader. You know, those were somehow meaningful or something yeah. to people. Only because they thought that meant something about you. Yeah. You know, where now you've got, you can build whatever persona you want to instantly. Yeah. You know, now everybody looks for satisfaction off of social media. Yep. Like you're mm-hmm. cool if you get 300 likes on Instagram or 200 retweets. Yep. And if Ego. you don't, yep. <laughs> and you hide behind it. Like if you're getting tons of likes on your Instagram, pic- oh, you're so cool. Everybody loves you. And That's really, where that it, popularity is. Yeah, you, know, you could that be someone completely different. You hide behind your profile, and that's why I don't like it. And I think it's really difficult in terms of being a female in this scenario, about piggybacking off what you do, because females always get looked at in terms of how they look on Instagram, mm-hmm. Snapchat, whatever. So you always see the selfies. Mm-hmm. 
Well, the girls always got to do their hair. You know, you always see these kind of things of girls looking in the mirror before they get ready to take a picture. Oh, this isn't right. Da, 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 da. But the social media aspect is driving that force. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the technology is driving the force to where girls have to feel like, well, I have to look good in my Instagram picture. Mm-hmm. And, like, they just get such yeah. a – it's a self-confident thing. And that's what, you know, I talk about having a six- and a four-year-old daughter. Like, mm-hmm. for me – I don't want them to have to worry about being self-confident in terms of their looks, but it's the age that we're in right now where it is a really difficult thing. Yeah, and, you know, you see people and you're like, wow, you look way different on Instagram. Like, wow. that's, yeah. I mean, know, that's like all, all, the, all the editing and, you know, and then and you think, well, why can't I look like that? It's like probably because there's a filter and yes. Photoshop, you know, but mm-hmm. And I, I try to compare it to what we had at the time, and I suppose – like, do people even read magazines anymore? Is that even a thing? What's that? Really? I know. <laughs> but that's what I try to compare what it was like. But yeah. we had teen magazines yes. and, you know, 17 magazine yeah. and all those things were huge. Yeah. And that's where you might get a little bit of that. But, you know, that might only consume 5% of your day that you were looking at, at images yeah. like that to see what you should, you know, what you what you should the be trend. doing. Yeah. yeah, the trends. Yeah. But now you're inundated with it, yeah. you know, constantly. And something that I've thought about, too, is, like, interviewing people from different decades and stuff. They have stories to tell, but we're going to have pictures to show yes. and videos to show and Instagram accounts to show. And, like, it's all documented so much more thoroughly now. Like, mm-hmm. I wonder you know? if anybody ever does, That's like, scrapbooks of cool. pictures. Does anybody do scrapbooks of pictures anymore? Uh, I scrapbook. Do you, like, you put do. pictures and stuff That's everything? cool. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't know if that was even a thing anymore with, with the technology. You can put everything on Google oh. Photos. So you have it all, and you can do it all online. Yeah, your photo albums. Yeah, you are got your online. own photo album. So, do anybody yeah. ever put like pictures into? I print pictures off because to okay. me, pictures are a thousand words. Like, right. Everyone wants to take videos and put it on Google Drive. What happens if one day all of technology crashes? <laughs> what are you left with? Well, it's the apocalypse, I guess, mm-hmm. because everybody has to have it. So, yeah. these yearbooks that Mrs. Bartlett created—that's what you're left. With. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Keep yeah. those; they'll mean yeah. something to you later. For sure, because, like, I don't, I don't, well, okay, I'm a little different because I, I think the same way Kelsey kind of thinks, you know, I like to have the physical copy to take mm-hmm. with me and stuff, but that's true. Like, if our phones go down, all our pictures and memories, they're all lost. Yeah. So that's something to think about. I'm personally really involved in the yearbook, and I've been Good. Mrs. Bartlett's journalism class for a long time. Do you feel like you your yearbook was worth buying if you bought one? Gosh, I don't even remember. I they mean I the world I mean, to me. Honestly. I bet, yeah. I not the 90s, I, th- I think they started to phase out a little bit during my time to where they weren't as important as maybe I in, bet, you're was right. in the 90s. I, I love them. And um, Marilyn Birch, um, she graduated in the 70s and she brought back, she has the, or we had a basket of almost the beginning of Eastern Green Schools to, or Eastern Schools, I should say, um, up to current. Because of her kids, you know, or, you know, she had the, these, like, into the 90s. So from late 60s to, I had so much fun. We couldn't even, we couldn't even get any work done for two days because we poured through there. And even the pictures of the building and how it had changed was super interesting. Right. And then the people that had worked here, you know, and that people that, you know, weren't, that had passed away. And then the children of and the grandchildren of and. So just super fun to me to have that archived in one place. Yeah.
and the change of the decades. And I was wondering how you had come up with this idea because it's it's similar to a yearbook in the way that you're doing this podcast. And was so what what led you to to that um, pro this project? Um, well, for me, I feel like I was really wanting to get more people listening to Thundercast. And I felt like a good way to draw people in is Absolutely. a good old walk down memory lane. That's right. You know, and it's just, <laughs> oh, did you see Carrie Helms on Thundercats? <laughs> she was talking about you. She remembers the time you did that. You know, yeah. like, you just got name dropped on Thundercast. <laughs> you better go check it out. So that's kind of weird. Hey, maybe we need to come up with some of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, call people out. Get them listening, you know. So. There you go. <laughs> Tag them on Facebook. Hey. We know what you did. That's we right. all know what you did. <laughs> we can we spill it anytime we want. Yeah. So. Well, let me do that then. Um, I'll <laughs> name drop. I'll name drop. I thought of something today. Sculpture Trails was at the elementary school today doing a big sculpture project. And I went to school with Jerry Massey. And then Marcy, the um, elementary art teacher now, Marcy Parsley, was also in that same class in 1993. So we have we had an interesting day today at the school to kind of a, a little reunion of sorts and and they're making a um, so these current oh and I I'll, I'll mess this up but I think it's like third fourth and third through sixth grade maybe got to create some blocks and then they made a and that's gonna hang on the wall of the elementary gym and that'll be neat so that's cool yeah. and and it's kind of a little walk down memory lane today in that yeah. sense. Uh, I know we already got this, but I just want to hear you guys' uh, take on your generational slang words. Oh. So you get that in there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Am I, the, I think I feel like I'm the, I, I might like be the only one things. that has any good ones no, here. You do, um, you go. We, got, we had some good ones, but like we, the word "ite" would be one of our big words. It was like four or five I's and then GHT. I don't know if we just wanted to shorten it up because we didn't want to say all right or what, but it'd be like, hey, you want to go here? That sounds good. Aight, we'll see you in a little bit, like something like that. <laughs> And then we'd always get the one where, you know, we always had this slang talking about, like, girls. And be like, man, she's bad. And, and so <laughs> that actually meant good. Like, she was she was pretty or whatever. Like, you see that girl? Man, she's bad. Um, so bad actually meant good during that time frame. But, uh, you know, it was it was one of those things where those are, those are fun words. And, and, I mean, there wasn't any. It was all school appropriate. So it wasn't a big deal. But we'd use those. And, you know, hopefully the, nobody figured us out when we said a girl was bad. <laughs> It actually so still carries on. Like, Is it? Okay. Yeah, they call girls baddies. Baddies. Uh, <coughs> yeah, wow, she's Look, a baddie. started something, yeah. Mr. Martindale. <laughs> I must, I must <laughs> have been trending that word. Trendsetter. Okay, that's just a big one for yeah. me. It'll always be big. It can be 30 years down the road, and my mom will say K to me, and I'll be like, what'd you say, Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> Does she have to say it with sass for it to work, or is just any time? Any time. Means you're angry. Yeah. I mean, you can put an O in front of the K. It's really easy. Yeah. Real easy. I think for it us, mean it's... mean the same. Go ahead. Go, you go ahead. I think for us, it's a lot of, like, quoting vines and memes, as well as, like, a lot of just, like, weird or, like... <laughs> it's cool. about weird. It ain't working, right? <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, I saw her last night. Weird. <laughs> you know, like a lot, you know, a lot of like, okay, cool, glad, can't wait, you know, you know, yeah. like just like a lot of like sarcasm, a lots of sarcasm. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Like, yeah. what does right it mean exactly? Hour, yeah. I'm taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so which one do you? Think? <laughs> so, um, what kinds of school-related activities were you involved with? 
So I did like the, you know, um, student government stuff, a little bit of that, and um, volleyball, and some cheer and some dance. I kind of I tried them all, I think. <laughs> I played basketball for a long time, and then volleyball took over. Mm-hmm. And so I played a lot of volleyball. A lot of pep, like pep club stuff, which I'm, s- it doesn't seem the same anymore. I mean, everybody went to the basketball games Friday and Saturday. You, I mean, mm-hmm. I rarely missed a basketball game. Mm-hmm. The stuff was fun, you know. Uh, football, however, has been the one where the pep block is big now. But I feel like everything else has slowly declined with student involvement. But so, I, I was real involved in all that stuff. Me and my friends rarely missed games. Maybe there's more opportunities for... I noticed the question about community involvement, and and so it stayed high at some in some things, but then maybe some of the other ones are spread out. Like there's because there's something going on up here like every night, so you could say there was good yeah. community involvement, but the numbers might not be high at every event. I mean, it, you you always look at that, and I when I was back in my day, I guess back in my day, um, I played basketball and golf, and and during that that time period of two thousand three. Um, that was a really good time for the basketball program. Um, my sophomore year, we were ranked one in the state. We won sectional. We won regional. We went to our first ever semi-state. Yeah, good times. Um, you know, my junior year, we were top five in the state. My senior year, we were top five in the state. Um, that was a time period where, you know, the pet block was, I mean, it was packed. And, of course, we packed it into the middle school gym. What is the mm-hmm. middle school gym now? Mm-hmm. But I always go back, and, and John Neal, Mr. Neal, and I always have this conversation because – our last game, because he played at Bloomfield back in 2003, was the game right or the year after we lost to them 12 to 11 mm. um, <laughs> and at times. Bloomfield. And we still talk about it. We still argue about it. He'll, he'll tell you the same thing. They still argue about it. And I think even the – I even saw at Bloomfield someone was tweeting about the 12 to 11 game this year. It gets tweeted about a it lot. It gets tweeted about a lot. And I'm oh. like, man. Like, moment that must have been the biggest deal that Green County has ever witnessed, I guess. <laughs> uh-huh. But I always remember back to that game the year after that, and it was a it was a packed house. And when I mean packed house, if you've been to the middle school gym, you couldn't find a seat. I mean, people were yes. standing all over the place. Yes. We came through the tunnel; they were hovering everywhere. I mean, it was it was your prototypical small town rivalry. Where it was 95 degrees in there, Ugh. everybody was shoulder to shoulder, and it yeah. was like the greatest atmosphere you can imagine. And luckily for us, we were able to, to win on our senior. And you always talk about rivalries, you know, and football team is a lot like with, with Linton. You don't want to lose your senior year to Linton. Well, in basketball, mm-hmm. is you don't lose your senior year to Bloomfield. Right. You know, my brother-in-law, Kyle Lindsay, he lost right. his senior year yeah. to Bloomfield. Yeah. And, like, it's still to this day. Hey, did I lose some blue? Hey, did yeah. I lose some blue? The so that packed was gym a- feeling. I yes. mean, I definitely had that. We definitely had that in the what was not known as the Tobioho gym at that point. You yeah. know, it was just the high school gym. But the Thunderdome is what they yeah, used to call it. Yeah, and it, it was, it was rocking and loud. And you if you didn't get there early, you didn't get to sit down. And yeah. just loud, you know, screaming. And, and, the, and the fans, it always felt like when you were playing, they were on top of you. Like you really felt like yeah. you turned one way. Yeah. And boom, there was a fan, there was a cheerleaders, whatever. Mm-hmm. You just 
It was, it was crowded it was, in it was there. So you might get you might get hurt as a cheerleader <laughs> if you're not I, paying I attention. I ran into a couple back in my day <laughs> sure, on, ac- on accident. I didn't say, hey, girl, you bad, or anything like that. (laughs) I don't believe you. (laughs) I feel, um, I don't think that I ever felt the super, super packedness, but I was lucky coming in my freshman year, the girls' volleyball team had really evolved. Like, Scotty and Casey and Leanna, they were all seniors. They had just gone to state. They had won three sectionals in a row, you know, two sectionals. Yeah. And so, uh, me and Katie Morgison, who's another girl in my age, we were pl- we got to play varsity. We got to play with some real good girls, and that is the most packed that I've ever seen it for volleyball. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like Those are great memories. Oh yeah, for sure. And there was a game where we got to play in the uh, old high school because the ceiling in the new high school started leaking, uh-huh. and it was our first game against South. And we were, like, ranked third, some, something real high up. And so we had to take time out and shuttle over to the middle school. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's probably, besides, like, you know, sectionals, regionals, it was packed in that middle yeah. school gym. It's fun. That's, and with that's how loud times. volleyball gets, I mean, it was crazy. Uh, yep. The atmosphere was yeah. nuts. Who's well, your hysteria? <laughs> yeah. And the high school gym's so big that everybody spreads out. So that just changes the dynamic of it all. And I know we've had conversations with community members for about, you know, yeah, things are different now than they were 15 years ago when you were in that gym. But is the crowd that much smaller? Because you always talk about, well, it's spread out. Well, yeah, because there's a thousand more seats Mm -hmm. or however many there is. So it does it does change the dynamic, the the acoustics. Yeah. It's so much bigger now that you can't get that loud on the court stuff. I was, I was talking to somebody, I was like, man, they really just need to put these big sound petitions mm-hmm. up on the upper levels and just keep everybody on the bottom mm-hmm. and just really mm-hmm. suck mm-hmm. that in there and just make them all have yeah, to just get right on top of the floor. It affects the game, you know, affects the players and how they feel <clears throat> about it during the game. And oh, the energy level in the mm-hmm. middle school gym. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you played off of that, yeah. and it was just, it was always loud. Yeah, can't relate. No, nope, you can't. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> it's any of this. Um, but yeah, that's wild. It was it yeah, was it never, was good. I, never I, I had that. Yeah. And it's it's it like is said, a good memory so different for me. though because you know, and I don't know what they did in the 90s, but what else would you do on the weekend? I I, I mean, I know that was a big deal and the so band was, was wonderful. Right. I mean, the band And they was are still wonderful. they are still great. Yeah. I had a friend I I noticed in these yearbooks a picture of that and it, you know, gave me that feeling again, but Allison was the oh band my gosh. director and and there were um my my cousin Susie, which was Phil Thompson's uh, stepdaughter, and then she was like the Annika Fuller of the day. You know, yeah. she was like keep played keyboards and was really talented. And we had some great trumpet players, and then we had a great drummer, which was my friend Aaron Borf, and they played Peter Gunn. And I mean, it was like <sighs> this feeling that you you won't you won't oh, ever yeah. forget. You know, it was, yeah. And the Peter Gunn song is just you don't if you actually listen so to the actual Allison. the the first one like the original. It's so slow, but the way Mr. Olson <laughs> mm-hmm. just brought it to. But the thing that makes that song it's so in great. in my soul forever. <laughs> yes, the, the thing that makes that song great is the electric guitar. Mm-hmm. You had to have the electrical car, guitar mm-hmm. to make that mm-hmm. just vibrate in your in your body. And, and so you got to tell somebody that they need to find somebody that can yeah. play electric guitar around here yeah. and get that added into it because yeah. it does make that we song. Have, we have lots of talent, but I'm, we I'm do. not sure if we do. I don't do know if we have, have an electric guitar. guitar. Right and now. that's just, that's, it's such a weird thing to say, well, you just need an electric guitar, that's it. Yeah. But like... <laughs> It really yeah. does, and I think Carrie, yeah. you probably agree. It makes the song. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really does because you get that screeching noise out of that, and you're just—I <laughs> mean, was, it just, those are good memories. It there. goes right down your veins. You're ready to rock. So, 
and the way that, and I, I hope that you guys have this now, but the way that the elementary, do you feel like the elementary kids get involved in and look up to? Because I, we, <laughs> this is a funny memory and I won't be able to, to recall the names, I don't think, but we would, when we were young on the, and I think maybe that has something to do with the school being all in one, one on one campus. But when we were in, um, on the playground when we were very young, we would pretend like we were the basketball yes. players and the cheerleaders, <laughs> you know, by name. So yeah. I, you know, you're like, I get to be so-and-so <laughs> and I get to be so-and-so and whoever, whomever you were looking up to at the time. And then my experience of being a high schooler, I can, I can clearly remember, you know, the kids that were little when I was in high school and that were looking up and the way they looked at you, you know, and that small school feeling. I kind of think that happens maybe out on the football field here and yeah, a little bit I, at basketball bit. nowadays. But I think that might have been a, a bit more of a thing, you know? Yeah, for sure. I remember now that since it's Chloe, I'll tell him, like, Clint, mm-hmm. Clint Burris, and Brett Crow, which is Sam Reese's uncle, and myself, we'd be watching that 90s group with Mike, yes. Dusty May, who's now, a, you know, a head coach in Florida, Division One head coach in Florida. Mm-hmm. And Kyle and all those guys, David Crow was in that group, and mm-hmm. he would have a tape recorder, and Clint would be recording the games, and we'd do play by play. We'd have a stat sheet out, like it's we were on the adorable. second row, <laughs> right there in the action, yeah. watching them. And Clint would Clint would do all his uh, commentary, and we'd go back to his house like over the weekend and listen to it. And yeah, like, I don't know adorable. if he still has them or not, has them or not, but I just remember those time periods of those. Kind of Gosh, that worshiping, that you know, yeah. the older kids you were wanting to be like then. That was that was a big thing. I, me and my friends, I feel like we were like that with the volleyball girls because mm-hmm. this it was such a crucial time. I mean, they're really putting their foot down and showing Green County, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. hey, don't count us out. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of my friends we were like, oh, let me be Scotty, let me be Kate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that's Great. how it was. Yeah, it's fun. No, I just don't. But at the same, you know, what? Okay, I don't want to be, you know, whatever. But I feel like when our football team went to state, there was like this revival of school spirit. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the next year we weren't so good, mm-hmm. you know. And then you know, and then the school spirit just went down again. And, and that's tough. It, it is tough know? that you've got to you've got to keep it up and you've got to keep promoting how good our kids and what our kids are doing doesn't matter I don't it doesn't matter to me what sport doesn't matter to me what gender is you know for athletes they put in a ton of time and everybody here can agree with that Mm -hmm. and you know through the summers through the springs through the falls whatever off-season programs you're in you want to see people show up and you want to see people saying hey I can tell that this kid put in the work over the summer or over the fall or over the winter whatever that may be and so you, you always look for that community involvement of, you know, paying back, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, to what we put in. Because there's a lot of alumni still around mm-hmm. and a lot of them that's played sports. And I think now, you know, you mentioned football. Now we're starting to get alumni from football. And see, we haven't had that because, you know, football has only been around for 15, 16 mm-hmm. years. So now we're starting to get those dads that were part of the first group. You know, Buck Burris was part of that first group. Yeah. And so now you're starting to see that group come in. And I, I really think that that's where we start getting that major community involvement with that group coming through. Um, and then obviously basketball has always been a, a big thing here. Um, and a lot of that was due to the fact that we didn't have football for a while. But it's still, it's still holding true. Now you've got volleyball that's come through. 
um, and all these other different sports that are really starting to make some noise. And I just, I really feel like as a community, if we can get uh, an involvement and an appreciation for, for the hours that kids put in, um, in into to sports in the off season, because a lot of people don't see that. You know, they'll come in during season, see what, you know, yeah, the team looks okay, the team looks great, the, you know, whatever. But they don't see the hours on the, uh, the unseen hours mm-hmm. is what we always call them. And, and I think that, you know, I think the players really appreciate that support. Um, and Eastern, for the most part, I think really does a good job with that. I really do think that they, they surround and they, they go around and support their kids as much as possible. And some other schools don't do that. And, you know, I've been around as a coach to multiple places. And the, you can tell which groups have the support. Um, the following is what a lot of people call them. Do they travel well to other away events? Bar Reeves, the one that always every oh. Bar Reeves travels everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, it doesn't matter what sport. I mean, they they'll travel anywhere, and, and you can tell that that is a group that community wise follows. The arts program has come a long way. Yes. Um, I say band, and it's not that we didn't have band and choir and those options, art and those kind of things in the 90s, but those programs are bigger and better and Absolutely. have a better following Absolutely. now. Yep. You know, that was kind of, I, I'll even venture to say, just kind of quirky or something. You know, it's just like a little side thing where it's become a, a bigger thing that yes. you put a lot of time into, you know. Uh, marching band didn't exist because football didn't exist. And right. so those programs have grown. The, you know, kids, I'll talk to someone my age. Yes, I was in marching band. I'm like, oh, you weren't in marching band like this. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. went to the Lenten Parade, yes, yes, and that was a hot day and everything, and it was a long way. But this is a completely different program, you know, nowadays. And that's another group that doesn't mm-hmm. get the recognition. They're, I mean, I yeah. see them all the time out oh, there. Hard, and hard they work. are out there in 90-degree weather working for hours on end. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, sitting there, man. I want and sit all down ages because they're reaching yes, down absolutely. into the younger, you know. The middle so school that's... kids are out there doing it, too. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they do a phenomenal job. They really do. Yeah. I feel, yeah, they've, they've grown a lot. Definitely. And even when I was in high school, you know, that wasn't that long ago, they were still, like, on the uprise and they still mm-hmm. are but mm-hmm. we would like it would be summertime and we would be going up to the football field for conditioning and they yeah. would still be going mm-hmm. after we were up there for uh-huh. two or three hours definitely a contrast from the 90s because you didn't spend that kind of time if you were in those programs right. then so those programs have gotten bigger and bigger and better which i think is a great thing yeah i i would say that's really you know like a cool thing too because i mean i don't want to speak for a generation I wasn't a part of, but I feel like a lot of the times, you know, you think back to the 80s and stuff, I feel like saying you were in the marching band, mm-hmm. it was kind of like, but if you're in the marching band now, it's like, well, that's really cool. You guys are really good. Yeah. You know, like, it's just kind of a more... Well, they laid the groundwork, you know. They yeah. laid the groundwork and, and wore the uni- the hot uniforms, yeah. that well. kind of thing, and they learned to play their instruments. I just don't think that that they would even believe the time that the kids put in nowadays, yeah. you know, into those. But even this, what we're doing right now is is a new and, um, you know, a wonderful opportunity. This kind of technology, A, didn't exist, but um, B, wasn't accessible to the students like, like we are now in this yeah. media room. I mean, you know, this was unheard of, <laughs> completely unheard of in my day. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm just from three or four years ago, we didn't have a media room. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy just in that short of amount mm-hmm. of time of three or four years that you guys have a media room. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. really cool. Opportunities growing. And yeah. yeah. I, I, I just wonder how many people would have been, you know, in the media if had it been around. You know, it's mm-hmm. so cool. And, like, I mean, 
just saying, like, talking about the marching band, this summer we're going to be doing a full-blown documentary over the marching band, so you can check that out That'd soon. Be cool. so oh, that's cool. going to be really awesome. cool. Yeah, we're going to be following them that all summer from the first practice to watching or to the state at the state fair. So That'd be neat. Yeah, it's really cool. Go Media Club. Yeah. yeah. You know. Shout out to Mr. Carmichael right for in. all of yeah. this. It's a really Absolutely. cool opportunity for anyone. That's so in the 90s, I have to throw this in here. In oh. the 90s, and, in, and there's a nice picture I'll show you. Um, Mr. Carmichael was graduating high school and probably <laughs> dreaming of this very podcast. <laughs> while <laughs> and I say, when I talk, when I, and when I ever mention Mr. Um, Carmichael to anyone, I'll say, he was the <laughs> AV department, you know, and he was the grown-up that we would look up to for any answer, you know, basketball manager and AV guy. And if you needed an answer on anything, you went to him, you know. And he was a fellow student, but he was the one with the answers. <laughs> <laughs> so thankful to him for, for doing all he's done here. Yeah. Well, I don't think so. I don't really think I have uh, – Clothing, we didn't do that again. Did oh, we? yeah, you can do uh, that one. Yeah, if you want to. So, what did you feel as if was uh, some stylistic differences between now and your generation? Well, I can take take it from mine as you know, you see a lot of athletes now, and I'm actually wearing, I'm wearing cutoff socks now, but <laughs> a lot of the kids wear socks that are up to their, their calves or whatever, and Back in back in two thousand three, you know those looked dorky. You know you had to wear the ankle socks to where everybody could see your ankle bones, and and they barely look like you even have socks on. That was the the style. But now you know I wear them, and kids are like, "Dude, you're not even wearing socks. That's weird." And I'm like, "No, actually, I am." And like nobody does that anymore. I was like, "Sorry." <laughs> so we do that, and you know you always have those kind of socks with your Jordans on, which Jordans have really stayed true, even still. Of course, Michael Jordan. But I grew up with Michael Jordan, so I always had the Jordans. And, you know, kids still are walking around with those on. So that's kind of neat to see that that's still kind of trending there. So I'm not totally out of the loop. But I'm still wearing my ankle socks, and I'm going to I'm gonna hold true to that until, <laughs> until 2030. I don't Could know. be you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do find people still dressing like they did when they were in high school. There'll be bits of, like, how a woman does her hair or the way that you wear your socks. Yeah. You know, that'll stick with you forever and be part of that. Um, Did you guys have the bowl Eastlands cut back were in the day? Huge. Was that a bowl? Was that was lots that your... of perms? We had lots and lots. But of like curls. the guys with the bowl cut. Oh that? yes, yep. That would that have been the nineties. There's was pictures. That have been 90, of, right? Yep. There's pictures. But essentially, of that you stick in a bowl on your head and they just zoom right around it. No. Yeah, and then yeah? then the um, <laughs> the tougher, the grittier guys all had the mullet still in the nineties. So it's that's, that's my big kindergarten hair. right there. My dad had a mullet. Yeah. Yes, you was. I, I remember your dad's mom. Yeah, yep. thick hair. Right. Handful. <laughs> that was back in the yeah. good old days. It's right. Girls had the big bangs. Now I'm not talking total '80s big bangs, but but curly. If your hair wasn't already curly, you needed a perm. You had to have a perm. And I'm not yeah. even sure that's really a thing anymore. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no. I was gonna say I don't think that's that's probably a thing at this I point. You had to have a perm. I feel so like um, Kelsey and I is kind of it's everything's really flat. You know, yeah. it's like flat on top. Everything mm -hmm. is, and it's a lot of, a lot of Heath products, straightening, mm -hmm. curling, oh, and a lot yeah. of like skinny braids at the top. That's like a thing. I feel like, so. yeah, skinny braids. I, 
And girls are so weird. Like, they're always bringing back stuff from so long ago. Like, I'm wearing mm. a scrunchie. Scrunchies are back. Oh, and scrunchies. just like it's weird little th- crocs ca- like they yeah. hit when i was like in elementary school and now everybody wants a pair of crocs back. always comes back doesn't it yeah. i heard guys are getting perms i think that's a current trend that's a right thing. now guys getting Wait, perms what? on top <laughs> i'm missing yeah. out yep you guys i'm i've got my thumb on the new <laughs> generation here and it's, you'll see it i don't think you're ever gonna see me wearing a perm i can tell you that i will not go with that trend I don't even think I could do it with the it's hair I've got It's probably best that you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look ridiculous, so it's all right. Do you feel as if you wish you would have been more involved than you were? I, from my perspective, you know, I, I played multiple sports, um, and, and I hang, hung out with my friends and all that kind of stuff, and we did a lot of different things. But I don't, I don't know if I could have been more involved I mean I guess I could have but you know when when in my era you know basketball was it like you were engulfed in it um and so my you know my days consisted of you know going to a 6 a.m individual workout and then doing other stuff I might because I played golf too I might go play around a golf and then we'd be back in the gym at 4 30 for open gym and weights and so you kind of you really kind of put all of your your eggs into that basket, and you really focused on you know what you wanted to do at that point, and you know I think that's that's the way I approached it, and you know I think everybody else has different things in which they focus on. Band would be the same way, I think. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I could have done much more in terms of that without giving something else up. I I am quite satisfied with how like high school was for me I'm, I wouldn't go back but mm-hmm. I felt like the kids that I went through school with I felt like we were very involved you know if it we weren't volleyball was with coach Ingram we were you know Wednesdays and Thursdays or Wednesdays and Fridays you'd have morning practice and then you'd come right back or in the summertime we'd have two a days so when we weren't practicing or open gyms me and my friends were going to basketball games football games we even went to some golf meets we wrecked a golf cart but <laughs> we went who, who hasn't yeah i mean that's, that's so, standard protocol i feel like yeah I, I feel like for what we were given that we were involved i feel like i jumped around just a little bit so there's you know a little bit of a wish i would have stuck with that a little bit longer but I think I did that in order to get more experiences. And we had, you know, like we had the same coach. Like I had Mrs. Tarr for volleyball, for dance, you know, for different things. So it was kind of like I stayed involved, but it might not have been the same, the same sport or the same thing. But yeah. I, I stayed involved in the, you know, the government type stuff, you know, being being a whatever I, I i like to boss people around so <laughs> i tried to get in wherever i could do that i had mrs tar as a seventh grade volleyball coach and that was yeah always interesting Good time. she was tar. brand new when whenever you know when i was in high school she was brand new so and McNabb. you know i knew she, her bef- before she was tar <laughs> oh man yeah that's a long time ago before she became tar. yeah yeah <laughs> Name dropping right now. Yep, I, I I always like to tell people that I watched that love affair happen because he 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 came in and and uh, 
Yeah, that happened rather quickly. As soon as, soon as they met, Rich I think that was, a mo- that was a moment. Yep, it was one of those moments in time that's legendary right there. <laughs> Every time anyone says tar, I just think of prom. I don't prom, know. Prom, so yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, do you Yeah, and she's been doing that since the 90s, as you will notice in these yearbooks. My my son looked through, and he said, Mrs. Tar's, like, got the microphone in her hand. I'm like, yeah, she's been doing that all along. She's been doing that a long time. Oh yeah, I remember 2003. It always because she always says the same thing, and this is the moment we've all been waiting for. She was doing that 20 years ago, and yeah. so we'd be sitting in the in the locker room going, "And this is the moment we've all been waiting for." And everybody's in there like, "We're ready so to play cute. the ball game," but we were like, yeah. "All right, this is the moment we've all been okay, waiting for." We're almost done. <laughs> <laughs> we're almost done with the girl stuff. Oh, tar. She just has that announcer voice. <laughs> Absolutely, she's Stop. perfected oh, yeah. it. And now we have Kelsey Fleener. Kelsey. Fleener is a senior. She plays volleyball. <laughs> I was like, where are you she, going? <laughs> you know, like she does for homecoming. You yeah, know? she's on. We have John Doe. He's been yeah. in the Yeah, anyways. Yeah. She's and she was a stickler. Like, there were some, for those senior night papers, we were like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to put. So we just gave it back to her. And she hunted us down. Mm-hmm. If you did not give answers, you weren't walking. That's yeah. What, what yeah. she told a few of us. Yeah, and she, she'd come in the room before homecoming, and she'd be, I can see your armpit fact. You're not going to want to see that. It's in pictures <laughs> later. So put that armpit <laughs> fat in. Okay, <laughs> slow down I'm gonna say slow down that that touched me earlier when we talk about how fast-paced everything is in comparison to the past and so I think that it's important that you take you know deep breaths and slow down and realize that things are you know can can happen without all that without all that anxiety it's just you know your life's gonna happen You, you don't have to figure it all out this moment yeah, I, you don't have to know what you want to do right out of the bat. And I really mm-hmm. struggled with that. I felt that I had to know what I wanted to do here five years from now, ten years. And so slowing down, not letting technology consume your life because you miss out on so many good things. And, you know, just not fretting about stuff. Um, that paper that you're going to type that on Monday in high school, that's not going to carry on. Like, you have to live, and you got to put it in the past. So slowing down, yeah. Enjoy it. I mean, this is going to be a time period where, for you, you've gotten a little freedom, but you're not in the real world yet. And when you start getting into job interviews, families, it starts to pick up. And so you've got to take a step back. And just enjoy the time period that you do have a little bit of freedom if you've got a car and you can go hang out with your friends. Because that's not going to happen five, ten years down the road possibly. Because then, you know, you're into the real world and you've got to be at your job. And and you just really want to enjoy it, do as many things as you can. Never do the, man, I wish I would have done this. You know, I wish I'd have played this sport. Or I wish I would have done band an extra year. You know, you can always go back and, and look at all those things that you didn't do. But... As long as you're doing what you're supposed to do and you're enjoying your time in high school, you know, that's going to be the most relaxing. And it sounds crazy, but it's going to be more relaxing. I know with all the papers and everything else and all the stress of that. Mm-hmm. But that's your time to kind of just relax and enjoy the moment with your friends that you've got. And and, and you're always going to go into, and you talk about college, you're always going to have, you're always going to make new friends in college. I mean, that just always happens, you know. As, as you go through high school, you know, the kids that you're with, sometimes you don't see them very much anymore. And then the, the people you meet in college. So 
when you're looking at relationships in high school, you know, quit fretting about that so much. Just enjoy what you've got um, and, and have, a, have a ball doing it. It's been really fulfilling for me over time to try to keep some of those friendships. I mean, we don't, you know, I don't see all of those friends all the time, but we do make a, an effort to get together every five years. And I know some classes don't, but I, I have made a point to get us together every or give that opportunity. We don't always have a big turnout, but um, that opportunity to go back and try to um, just kind of, you know, see where people are nowadays. And those relationships matter when you've I just think that you build like a, a really nice friendships over that long period of time that you grow up together. You know, there's no no other relationship that you're going to have is going to feel that way, you know, when you've when you've watched, when you've grown up with someone. So those old friendships are important to me. And I think I, I recommend people not just moving on from this community, but just, you know, finding a way to give back to it, you know, and, and continuing to love it. Yeah, especially I treasure my mm-hmm. friendships. And granted, I've mm-hmm. only been out for three or four years, but my best friend is still my best friend that I grew mm-hmm. up with. Granted, I've made other great mm-hmm. friends from like internships and classes. And even some people that I went to school with, I wasn't super close with until after we got out of high school. Because I felt like, you know, sometimes high school, it, you just have to do this and this by this way or this way. And so you don't get a chance to fully evolve until after high school so making new friendships it's great but I do like my old friendships too thanks for joining us for this episode of Thundercast please tune in for our next episode very soon if you have any suggestions or comments please email us at thundercast at ecreen.k12 Subscribe to hear every episode of Thundercast at iTunes, Google Play Music, and Podbean. All content in this podcast is property of Eastern Green School Corporation and may not be used without express written permission, all rights reserved.